Hey. How's it going, man? Welcome to the show. Good. PJ Williams at PJ underscore Patriot over there on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, uh, Instagram is right as well, right? Same handle. <laughs> Yeah, PJ underscore Patriot. What's Sweet. up, man? Welcome on to the show. Big stretch. We just watched like a big mousetrap <laughs> style. I don't know if you're. Yeah, I, I looked it up. <laughs> yeah, because I was I was thinking to myself, I'm like, what is that called? Because you were you were mentioning it. I'm like, it's a Rude Goldberg machine. That's what Rube the name. Rude Goldberg is. machine. Do you know who that? Yeah, Rube or Rude or something like it's that. Rube. Yeah, I know it's Rude, but I don't know okay. who, like uh, much of. It's an American comic book creator. Okay, encourages okay. educational nonprofit and commercial reprint and use of of, of Rube's work. He's open open source yo that's that's tight yeah so how's it going man welcome back on the show last time we had you on it was fantastic so how's everything been going it's good man i'm excited to be back here with the uh unofficial leader of bahoma nostra oh the Um, leader huh no 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 no. i saw your i saw your the fighter no 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 i'm anti am i confused by your am i confused by your twitter uh your Twitter handle okay. changed there for a minute. Okay, so here's the story about that. Okay, I, I like that I'm <laughs> being interviewed over here. It's, it's great. So, like, what happened was is about three months ago, I started La Homo Nostra. Okay, when, when I got banned on a certain platform that shall re- remain nameless because we're on there right now, um, <laughs> I basically got, like, I messed. I kicked the hornet's nest of, like, the gay mob, essentially. Yeah, and okay. It went over to Twitter, and I got – and it resulted in me getting this account banned and things like that. So – like after that, I, I invented that phrase. I mean, no, actually I had that phrase a while back cause I'd seen the gay mob in DC and I've seen like a gay seven piece, like what's that? Like West side story style mob target, a gay I, like, sorry, target, a like Ethiopian cab driver in DC. And that's La Homo Nostra. But my plan for that Twitter account was to make it uh, like, kind of like a libs of tiktok thing where no yeah i like, know i'm just you giving know, you <laughs> yeah, but yeah i'm just giving you crap but i thought my, maybe we were just infiltrating from the inside you know? yeah yeah so my point is i made it before i got banned and it just happened to be the last one standing that where you weren't part of that you never got suspended did you on which platform <laughs> on, 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 uh, on that part of that big purge from like a week ago on twitter oh no no, no. I, but like also i haven't been using Twitter in a few weeks just because of other things going on. So yeah. I probably, I probably like, you know, escaped it that way, but right. Yeah. So, so first up, uh, what I want to talk about first is uh, music. Actually, that was going to be, you know, I was going to bring up some stuff about the media and things like that, but I have some questions about your music. Are you primarily a singer or like what, what is your music? Car- <coughs> what was your music career path like or whatever? So yeah, kind of um, when I was, uh, I haven't really done anything major in a long time, but um, before when I was, Starting when I was like 16 till I was like uh, in my 20s, I was a vocalist of a few different metal bands. I also did bass in a couple of them or both at the same time, depending on what project. So, but uh, the the two different record deals that I had, one, I was the vocalist for that band. And then another one, I was a bass player. Okay. So, so. Quick, do you, I find it very difficult to play bass and sing at the same time. Is that, yeah. practice that I know that's just, that's just common for people to say, because it's I didn't just do, true. I don't do like, it very much. I yeah. did it a, uh, a couple of times. It's very, it's actually very hard. I don't know. Like yeah. acoustic and singing is not hard at all. No. Cause you're just doing it's an the up easiest and down thing. motion. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. the easiest thing in the world, but bass and, and vocals is a lot more difficult. So yeah. I think sometimes you kind of have to learn when you can play the more difficult stuff when you're not doing vocals and then try yeah. to simplify it when you are i guess but yeah, sure. i'm not gonna say i'm like the best at that i'd prefer to do one or the other than right. both so like i've done like backing vocals and bass which is 
still difficult sometimes. Yeah, but, it is, man. Yeah. It's really, really hard. And I'm like, you know, I, I don't know. I'm pretty good at like all those instruments we're talking about. It's just very hard to say. But it's just it, at the end of the day, if you just slow it down and break it down, you you can do it. That's how I imagine. Like Sting, for instance, plays like crazy stuff while while singing, and like I don't. I guess he just played a lot, right? Well, like, I mean, even like John Cooper, if you know Skillet, like he does, mm. he does bass mm. at the same time. He does the lead vocals. So like, that's, yeah, I don't know. It's not, I know people who are just absolutely the best guitarists in the, like some of the best guitarists in the world. They can't, they can't play like even simple stuff and sing. It's just a totally different skill set. It doesn't, I don't think it even matters how good you are. It's like, if you can just learn how to dissociate two different things at the same time, I guess. What are those, uh, what are those, uh, instruments behind you? Like, what do you got right there? I'm looking at yours for, uh, let's see, starting from over here. Uh, I've got a Sterling five string bass, Mm -hmm. and then this one is, uh, Mitchell. It's my daughter's. It's just like a cheap little six string. And then I've got a agile seven string electric guitar here. And then just like a Squire, uh, Jaguar bass. Yeah. Okay. Do you, I sold a lot of my good stuff when I, when I stopped doing music a long time ago. So this is kind of like me building up some not expensive stuff, but just fun stuff to play. So yeah, sure. nothing I'm, crazy. I mean, I have, man, I have so much stuff. I need to sell like all of it. It's so, <laughs> cause I had a, like a recording studio slash like rehearsal spot in uh, like outside of DC. And it, there's the, la- I've, I've had a storage, like a 40 by 10 storage unit for the past like six years basically either full of stuff or like like i had the whole rehearsal spot full but now i have it i need to sell all of it so my house is like i moved here and it's like it's crazy there's every uh, inch of it it's like speakers and all that stuff do a live stream autograph sell off your uh (laughs) like an auction that might be yeah do like a live stream auction yeah you gotta say yeah that's it yeah like just uh sign everything do you have a who's the most famous musician that you've met I worked for Ted Nugent for a little while. Wow. Like, oh was, yeah. You're in Michigan. More of a right. gig. Yeah. It was more of a gig than uh, but it was for uh, his hunting TV show. So that was, Whoa, I would did, say that would be what did you do? the most famous uh, cameraman. I was, uh, well, when I was in high school, I did like TV radio broadcasting stuff. So I got an internship where I did different projects for like the state of Michigan, like school board and health board and all this stuff. Cool. And then, uh, just through meeting people and stuff like that, I got into, uh, Michigan out of doors, like a local hunting show. And then from there I got onto, uh, spirit of the wild. So I worked for Ted Nugent for a little while, but I ended up getting mono so bad <laughs> at the same time that I couldn't balance in, in the tree stands. And I was like about to fall out of a tree stand every day. And I ended up having to go home. Cause like, I, I don't like, I want to be here. It's like a big opportunity, but I'm like, so dizzy i'm gonna fall out of a tree and kill myself wow and i went home found out i had mono so wow how long was the game ruin that how long did you do that it was gonna be two weeks but i think it could have turned into something because the the other guy that was with me got offered a job afterwards and i i didn't because i think they thought i was just like didn't want to be there and just wanted to go home and i'm like no i was like really sick i was like really really sick i remember the mono thing in michigan that was like a big that was a big thing when when was that would that have been 2008 or nine. That's when the big mono thing was in, in yeah. Michigan. That was like a scare with everybody. We love our Michiganders, me and aimless and you. That's awesome. Uh, Ted, you, I've, I've been by his place. I don't know if you know where he, where he lives. Well, yeah. Cause I've, Film there. <laughs> film there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. Know, I don't know. Brand. I don't know anything yeah, yeah. about that show. People yep. are like, I love that show. I love that show. I, I just know 
Ted Nugent because you know I'm from the Detroit area and everyone knows Ted, Ted Nugent, but I never watched that show or anything like that. But but yeah, people used to like yeah, people used to like do drugs outside of his house like at like three in the morning. I don't know if you if you knew that. Like, I, I didn't. I mean, he's always been like a teetotaler though. It's, yeah. Oh yeah, but th- these are just local teenagers and stuff. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. It's just Ann Arbor people. That's like a, a spot gotcha. that people like to go like do drugs. <laughs> which gotcha. is well, I'm probably funny. thinking of a different place because I'm thinking of like his huge hunting. Mm. ranch near mm. like jackson area so mm. that's where okay. i was at yeah okay so um all right so any questions for pj so far should we still trust pj that's a good question yes of course <laughs> you should trust he's a great guy so yeah by we'll the way the I, I wanted to say hi to your chat because you, you guys are freaking awesome i've yeah. been so excited to come back on here cool man that's uh, great a little nervous, but excited. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's just uh, just a hang. I'm actually setting it up so I can have people in here. Well, we've had one guest at a time in here, but I want to get like a Timcast style like thing where yeah. we can come in here. People can stay here. People can uh, get like five people on the show at once. So you're welcome down here if you ever need a little <laughs> TLC or whatever. <laughs> or Absolutely. The rest of you, whatever. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the media. The main like topics of discussion today, and you can feel free to interject with whatever. Let me share this thing with you. So I'm sure. gonna put him off the screen for a second, guys, and we'll talk about this. Have you been releasing any content? Like you know, you've had kind of some family stuff going on, right? So like for me, I've been working on something really quietly behind the scenes. So like my content has been a little bit lower. Um, the plan was to start something in January. I don't want to talk about it too much yet. Cause I don't have everything figured out. And then the last month it's just put everything on hold for me. Um, first, you know, like work stuff and then family stuff. And I've still got an uncle in the hospital and it's been touch and go. So, uh, gotcha. but I'm trying to get back into it. Yeah. So. That's fine. Yeah. So I, 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 I might push, push the date of release back a little bit, but okay. All right. So we're talking about the media. Um, so I don't know, we have these big resignations and stuff like that. I don't know. Like how are you, it, in the let's let's go big picture first. In the five year span, are you like optimistic for the state of like truth in media or no? I don't think the. <laughs> here's the thing. I'm so different than people on this t- topic because I've heard Mitt Romney go out there, and I'm sure you're not a fan of Mitt Romney either. But like, he went out there a few years ago. He's like, oh, I wish we still had it when there's just three channels and you could trust people and the news mm-hmm. was central or whatever. And it's like, I, I have got this. Uh, I don't know where it went, but I've got a quote from like, I'm trying to pull it up, but something just happened with my screen. Uh, I'm trying to remember if it was Benjamin Franklin or who, who it was. It was one of the founding fathers is basically like talking about fake news back in 1791 and just like looking through the history is something I've been doing of like fake news just in America. And it's like, I don't think it's ever been different. I just think that it's been more and more obvious with the invention of the internet. And I think that in 2016 specifically, like if anybody stayed up and listened to the the coverage, like if you go back and watch the coverage of the election of any election before 2016, and then watch that one, it just felt like the dam broke. And it was like all of all objectivity just completely was like the pretense of objectivity that was there was just gone and nobody even pretended anymore. So like, as far as I don't have a lot of hope is my point. That was a long, yeah, yeah. long, well, long I mean, way to say, I just don't think it was good before. And I don't think it's going to get better. What about, I mean, Here's one of my kind of, I mean, a thing that that I think is true about the idea of there being a mainstream in general. I mean, there's always going to be a mainstream. So, like, that's what a population, is. like, if there's a population of a million people, which is very small for a country, there's going to be a mainstream. There's going to be, like, the 65% of people that, like, go one way because most people are not, like, leaders or whatever or creators. But, like, there's going to be mainstream news. So that that you think is, like, 
your hopes aren't high, but do you think that the alt media are like, like, I don't even know who, where the, well, that's what I was going to go with it next is yeah. I actually, I actually do think that the alt media is, is actually a good thing. It's a yeah. good sign. Oh, and I'm, yeah. I'm like very hopeful on that. The blaze, it's man. the tech censorship that kind of like makes me nervous about the future of that. But, yeah. um, no, I think that that's been actually why so many people realize that CNN is fake news and, yeah. and even Fox news. Like I get so sick of people being like, Oh, well you must trust Fox news. It's like, I don't oh, trust Fox news anymore. Dude, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> well, it's a whole nother subject, but I mean, uh, controlled opposition is a real thing. Yeah. Of and course. it's, it's yeah, of very course. obvious if you pay attention to the way they cover stories. Yeah, of course. I mean, and it's like, uh, uh, yeah, they love to say that the liberals or the left love to say three organizations that are just the, yeah, it's, Fox News, the NRA, and the GOP, and you're like, right? None and of problems these are with all oh, three of them. Oh yeah, huge problems <laughs> like, with all huge problems yeah. with all three of them. Absolutely, like they're all too far left. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, the the most interesting thing that happened because I like I said I haven't posted a lot of stuff lately, but when the the Rittenhouse trial ended, I put this post on Twitter that kind of or Twitter, Instagram, both, whatever, kind of blew up, and uh, I couldn't even read all the comments because there's just a ton of them. I was like, I don't even care. At one point, it's just a lot of people arguing, but the one thing that people kept trying to do this gotcha was like, oh yeah, well, I bet you support this person because they're GOP and I bet you support this person because they're GOP. I'm like, no. And they're like, they had no idea how to respond to it. I was like, no, I don't. And they're just like, but you're, but you're, but you're, and I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't mean like, <laughs> yeah, like I don't like Dan Crenshaw, for instance, or a lot of other people. Uh, the, the, what was the one in Georgia that everybody tries to hang over people's heads? The the guy that was like dating 15 year olds. No, that, I think that's Alabama. That's Roy Moore, or Alabama, yeah, Roy Moore. Roy thank Moore. you. I couldn't remember which state it was. Yeah. Yeah. People just try to do that. Gotcha. And it's like, I, I, well, they're projecting. Doesn't work they're, with me. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. they're projecting because they will support someone blindly based on their group. Most of the time. I mean, I will, right. you know, I'll give a pass to some groups. Like if someone says they're a Christian, it's like a different conversation at that point. You know, I think that there's an honest conversation that needs to be had between like playing teams. Cause like, I'm not against playing the, the team game as far as like, yes, there does. Like, I believe that uh, conservative values are better than uh, leftist communist values. So I'm going to probably support some people that I don't like just to get the majority in the house or this and that doesn't mean that I like that person or the GOP, but like, I get that argument. I just wish people were more honest about it. Yeah. And I think yeah. with Roy Moore, like, I think almost everybody was completely honest with this where they're like, I hate this guy. I hope when he gets in, we can kick him out, but I also don't want to hand over control of the Senate to uh, the Democrats. And it's like, at least that was honest. I prefer, I, you know, those conversations. I, to be honest, we, we did a, a show on, on that last year on Roy Moore. And I don't remember what the, I do remember though, that there were things about that, that were politically like scummy. That like I don't remember what it was, but but like I there are people like for instance Jesse Lee Peterson is like a huge defender of Roy Moore. He has him on his show a lot, and he there there is another narrative. I don't know. I, I don't want to like defend whatever you know, but I'm just saying. I wasn't and, defending Roy Moore by the way. I was oh, just no, saying. I, I'm saying I I I kind of yeah. am right now in a way. Okay. I, I, I'm saying that there's people that are in the. I'm not defending him. I don't even know about exactly what happened. I'm saying there are people that are like high level in the streamer alt tech thing. Like, do you think Jesse Lee Peterson's like alt alt media? He must be right. Yeah, I would yeah, say so. Yeah, he he is like he's had Roy Moore on like five times since then, and like he's like this guy did nothing wrong. I don't know that just for for the the sake of it, because like that is a common example though. Is it's like of like uh. 
I don't know. It's like he's just the guy that dated the 15-year-old. Like, that's not <laughs> – that's uh, – Well, I mean, yeah. also, like, there was a lot of lies that came out at that time. Like, they did fake certain – Yeah, they faked documents. a lot like, of stuff. signatures and things yeah. like that. So, if there was something there, there, you know, even if it's not big, at least stick with it because – once you start putting those lies out there, then the whole narrative kind of falls apart and you can't blame people for not believing you. Yeah. Do you think uh, Chris Wallace is a liberal? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Always have. yeah. I always have to. Yeah. I mean, since I got, yeah, since like the it's funny the to me because the, the Chris Wallace, thing, I know you probably want to play this video, but like the Chris Wallace thing, oh, it's, is just a, it's just an article. It's just the topic of discussion. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, well, like the, the Chris Wallace thing is interesting because I don't know if Fox ever really like, put him on as like the liberal voice on Fox, but he always kind of was. And now CNN wants to put him on as the, the conservative voice on CNN. It's just so weird to me. Cause it's like, I'm not sure who's benefiting from this. Like who's, who's still falling for, for this stuff that CNN pulls or why, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, tr- I'm still trying I to understand. Think, I think they're, it's, it's just like, they always kind of do the same thing where they're trying to shift the, like realm of allowable discussion in, in a certain way. So if he appears as the conservative on CNN, people are going to be calling him a Nazi in two years. And sure. Like, so, so I don't know if it's like, that's where the thing. Well, I guess that's what I'm saying is like, I don't get what the benefit is for him because that's what money, always happens. Oh, it New York Times. I bet he's doing it, getting a ton, a ton of money. money. Yeah. And also I think he's always, he's all, it's also like a social thing in terms of sure. his friends are not the people at the far right what you know no not at all his friends are them so he gets to be in more clubs he gets to be in more get in more doors i don't know he gets to like he gets to sin more and and justify it so like that's that is addicting so it, i don't know i think you, yeah. i think you hit the nail on the head though of why they do this like new york Times has done this before they brought someone on who was definitely a liberal but they call him a conservative and then they get yeah. to bash that person and then all of a sudden their liberal view becomes the uh, far right view yep. and they continue to push that uh over to window further and further to the left true absolutely yeah. so so yeah cnn you know cnn gained someone because they lost someone uh okay so <laughs> chris cuomo is is gone i mean i will say that i both predicted that chris cuomo and andrew cuomo would not have anything happen to them i will eat that because i was just like yo they don't like i'm like these guys are literally italians they're made guys like right. they're they're yeah. li- i was like these guys ain't going nowhere he's i was they- always skeptical of it but they yeah. also are such idiots that it's easy it's easy to see them become the fall guy you know it's easy to see fredo become yeah, the fall. that's guy. true you, you, know? just whack, you just whack them they're, they're grease but balls dude what's so weird to me is like the way they both went out is <laughs> it was obviously done for other reasons than what was stated. Like with, uh, with Andrew Cuomo, you know, they want to cover up the nursing home deaths forever. Yeah. And then they're like, how can we get him out without talking about nursing home deaths? And as soon as they had the opportunity to say, smacked waitress on the ass, it's like, all right, he's out. Now we don't have to talk about nursing home deaths anymore. And then with, with, uh, Chris, it's even weirder though, because this is stuff that we've known forever. Like there's no new revelations. Mm. And, and I remember hearing that he quit and I'm like looking into this and I saw the story about, Chris Cuomo's aide or somebody that like into pedophilia. And I thought it was related to that. It's like, Nope. It's literally just like the stuff we already knew that he was like defending his brother and stuff. It's yeah. like, but, they pretended it was a revelation, but I, it, I don't know. It was a weird, it's just their time. Like that's why it's like, it almost is yeah. like a mafia hit. It's like, or a gang hit. It's just like their time, dude. Like, you know, it, it's almost cause all people do all these things or they do some other thing. So it's just like a selective time around you know that's what i'm saying it's like it makes me wonder what what about it what why was it his time and what uh was it just 
like their ratings are so far in the toilet. They thought, you know, just grasping for straws, trying to find yeah. something. Well, I mean, to, it's, to appease people. it's interesting. I mean, and it's like, I don't know. I've talked about this with the tech stuff before too, is like, and I don't know. It's not because Chroma, uh, Chris Cuomo is like a relatively normal white guy, but I feel like the same about Chris Cuomo that I do like Jack Dorsey. It's in that I don't like either of them, but like, if you could, if it's like Chris Cuomo is to Jack Dorsey as uh, Don Lemon is to that Parag Twitter guy that just banned every person I like on Twitter. Like the yeah. next class of people are these like globalist. Like that's actually what I was gonna say about yeah. this whole thing. Yeah, does it, it feels yeah. like it feels like we hate all these people, right? Like you don't like Jack Dorsey, you don't like Way Chris better. Cuomo, yeah, and everybody yeah. wants to kind of celebrate. But I'm over here thinking, like, yeah, but who's gonna replace him? Yeah. Because at, at, to some degree, these people have been in the system so long that they're probably not as on board with the the completely like hard left communist agenda. Like, like at one point they were like, you know, uh, they were far left was a totally different thing. That's like center now. And that's where these people probably were at one point. And now it just seems like they're, they're trying to get rid of the old guard to bring in this like new, more uh, radical. That's, that's at least my theory. I think I that's agree. what's going on. I mean, and I think it's like, but like, you know, a few more things you could say to describe. It's definitely radical. It's definitely academic and they would say intellectual. I don't think they're intellectuals at all. They're, and it's also rootless. It's like they're, they're rootless. Like this guy's an Indian who I don't think he was born in India. He was, he was born here to parent. Like, I don't know. We could have a disagreement on like what an American is, but like he doesn't have allegiance to America. It, he doesn't have to have allegiance to India. In my opinion, he has allegiance to like, well, that's like the glow, like, like the UN, UN at the end of the day, if they were to send in the blue helmets, he would have allegiance to, to the UN. I think. Like if it were to hit, if, if the shit were to hit the fan in a military way, I think these people. So Chris Cuomo, I don't, I don't know, but it's like where's their allegiance? But at least Chris Cuomo, like my point is more cultural. At least the dude like lift it, lifts, and like Don Lemon goes to like gay spinning class. Like that's my point more so than like <laughs> their allegiance. Like this old school re- Gen X is better than this new school like cl- you know millennial homos. That's all. No, I'm I actually, yeah. I actually agree with you entirely because it feels like it's the same thing with media and big tech. And they're kind of the lines are blurred between all those things like Hollywood media, big tech, but like, especially with big tech, these people have these giant corporations, even Amazon, they have no uh, American allegiance. Like they might be American companies, Twitter, Facebook, they might be American oh, companies, but they're bigger yeah. they're like, like in name, but like they're bigger than countries. Like they're bigger than most countries. They're more wealthy than most countries They have more power than, than a lot of countries. And they have no allegiance to America at all. Like they, they have, if China wants them to do something, they're going to do that as long as it gets them the bottom dollar. Like there's absolutely no American allegiance. And I think you're right. I think that's what they're moving in as far as like Chris Cuomo. It's like, I don't like the guy, but I don't doubt that he actually to some degree is American and cares about America. Oh yeah. To some I degree. Agree as well. Like He's a got lot less patriotic and a lot less. Yeah. Right. His but dad, like none of these he's other got a family do. like like Don Lemon will never have a family, dude. Like he's he I don't even know what his background is, but he, he I mean, I'm not saying a ancestral family, but like he can't even have descendants. And he's he's like gro- right. groped other men like but that's that's what I also mean by the I don't know, though. I did see I did see uh, Pete Buttgig and his boyfriend on the hospital bed with a baby. So yeah. I'm assuming that means that that gay oh, men can have babies gosh, in hospitals. Dude, that's that's child abuse. <laughs> That's it dude, is. It is. That's I'm, child I have, abuse, dude. I know you're not supposed to say that. I don't care. It's child abuse. It like totally I totally is. I, I, that's a whole nother subject yeah, I get into yeah. as far as, 
quote unquote conservatives now. Like <laughs> I'm, I, I seriously feel like I'm so much more based than all the, the mainstream conservatives at this you point are. that I just didn't even want to call myself that they're liberals. Okay. Okay. So here's they're liberals they're from liberal, 10 years. They're ago. liberal. I mean, I yeah. just think that they almost, it's not your, like the era thing is interesting, but it's not as helpful as like the root mentality. It's like, because I've exhibited liberal behavior my whole life, and I've changed my stance. I've become more conservative on issues, but I've always kind of, well, when my mind's been right, I've always kind of like thought in a conservative way in that like people are different, numbers matter, you know, God, sure. is, God is real, things are different, but, and they can't shape But like it. I think a lot of us who have empathy, like there is a, a liberal tendency where you want to just live and let live, and you want to just care about people like because yeah. that's the idea yeah. that you get of liberalism right yeah, i guess and, yeah yeah that's true i mean that's what the people say I, but is that really liberalism well, that's what i'm saying is like i think as you get older you start to realize that that is that you're leading people that are to their own destruction by uh i think that's the conservative mindset like as far as transgenderism goes like i know it's but it's, i think it's a good example because you're looking at a 50 percent suicide attempt rate or higher mm. So is it like, are you really, are you really benefiting these people by saying, yes, you are exactly what you believe you are. Just like, a, a if you told a schizophrenic person, yes, that voice in your head is a real person and they're actually there. Like you actually helping them or it, the conservative view I would think would be like, I'm not helping you by feeding into your fantasies. And it might be a hard truth, but like, this is actually the more compassionate, uh, answer response mm. and that's why I hated the whole like Bush era of con uh, compassionate conservatism bs because just like <laughs> sorry if i'm going off on a no random. i hate that though that, that like it's just i get my fans will know that i could just get triggered by a lot of these cliches and and like yeah. especially when they're in the feeling but like that compassionate concern that makes my like face cringe off of my skull like like that that just that phrase is so anti that resulted in that's part of the overton window like that, right. that phrase, yes. it's like pushing in a feeling subjective direction rather than like a frankly men figuring shit out direction. Like that's right. what the, I the think. The older I get, the more I hate the whole Bush administration. Yeah, that's <laughs> and what they stood for. Like as I was young, it was like, oh yeah, it's Bush versus uh, Al Gore or uh, what's his face. And you, you kind of want to take that fight. But then you get older, you're like, yeah, <laughs> they kind of sucked. Yeah. Um, were you, ra you were raised conservative, right? I was, yeah. You were, yeah. I was not. I mean, I was raised very apolitical and like pro fun. I just like had fun and and like got high. And I, when I say got high, I mean like got high and fun. Like I've been getting high since I was like five years old. Like and then I stopped, you know. <laughs> but like I was getting high and like just playing. That's what like playing. That's like stimulus is. Like so, I've just always yeah. been about fun, you know. And then I woke up when I was like waking up was hard to do. <laughs> like like five, like twenty five to thirty was like the wake up process. And it goes on to this day, but like, yeah, I wasn't raised like conservative at all. And I, you, you seem like it. I can tell like, you know, cause a lot I was of people just raised in a family where yeah. politics and, and religion was the dinner That's table. That's awesome, dude. That's why you're so cool. That's why I'm catching up to guys <laughs> like you. Um, so, uh, it says hundreds more to go. Do you know not the bee? Like, you know, Babylon bee. Of oh, I love not the bee. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I read it all the time. <laughs> I, I use it for a source and I like, they compile stuff really well, but I've had a lot of criticisms about that. My whole thing in the last three months or so has been going after the right, basically. And I know we've already been doing it kind of in this. I'm, I'm there yeah. with you, dude. Yeah, yeah. But like, <laughs> I've been pissing off conservatives and libertarians more than anybody. Uh, 
the, no, the but I, like because the there has They're to neocons, be man. Not the B is a yeah. neocon rag. I, I I think like if if Neo I think they have good stories and sources, but yes. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like it's the headlines themselves are are a good way to like find out stuff I didn't know. So I, I, mm. I like them for that. that much. I, that's they're good for that. Yeah, they're just I just feel like they're always trying to get us into anytime you see stuff about like the foreign thing, you know, like they're like oh China's doing this, like Russia's doing that. Uh, I'm like, dude, why don't we you just like worry about your school board for a year and then you can talk about like you look at your own district right. every single one of these writers because well if you want to talk about foreign influence look at what france is saying about us right now mm. like france is like dealing with this whole uh uh gender confusion nonsense and they're blaming america and they're right mm. like <laughs> i hate to say it, but they're like they're literally using american like uh american acronyms where they wouldn't actually translate into to french language that's what the the college students are using over there like what's the one uh, uh is it surf or whatever like or no What's the one where it's like radical? What the heck was that? Radical feminist. Uh, turf. Turf. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Trans, and I'm like, that doesn't translate into radical French. feminist. Thank you. Yeah. It doesn't translate yeah. into French, and that yet the college kids are using it in France, and they're blaming America <laughs> that we're importing this problem. Yeah, but you're right. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, like, is that what you mean? Like, they there's no word for it. So, like. What do they right. say? There's no word because T, you know, trans, whatever it stood for, they wouldn't translate over as turf in French. Yet they're using that term because they're getting it from American yeah. uh, oh, global media homo and things like that. That's, right? that's, that's La Homo Nostra. Like, oh, well, it's exactly. like, La, La Homo Nostra is the street thugs of uh, the street thugs of global homo. And global right. homo is it's, it's as real big homo. as big yeah. homo, dude. Yeah, big homo. That's really that's what it really is. Like, and I heard that there's like that rap is very popular. Like this new bad like si <laughs> sipping my scissor rap is is very popular in uh in like all over Europe now. That's sad. And they're being invaded. We're they're being invaded. We're being invaded. Um. I'm not like, saying there isn't like foreign influence that's affecting us. I just meant like, you're right on the fact that we should also look at the way we're uh, influencing the world because we're not doing yeah, a good job. My, my like, I can't yeah. defend, yeah. I can't defend America right now being a positive force in the world anywhere. No. Oh, hell no, dude. Yeah. No. And like only to the extent that we partner with like basically Russia and like Brazil. Like, and just be based like them. Like, even though they're not perfect, like, the only good acts we can commit abroad are, like, teaming up with other based countries, which we're not. Uh, right, but that's my yeah. point, is we're not doing you're any not. of that right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, I mean... But like, we're not exporting American values in any positive no. way to other people or freedom values in any positive way. I mean, who's going to look at us and think that we care We care about and support freedom? Yeah, I mean, my my point is, is that... At, we of course we're getting influenced from abroad. Like we've talked about, sure. we talked about China yesterday. They're definitely like what you would call like an economic threat, or maybe even I don't know. I don't think they're a military threat because they don't have to. But they're like a competitor on the world stage. Okay, but there's not one thing these other countries are doing to us that we couldn't make a lot better by reforming what's at home. Like like we're I, doing, I agree. You know, what I mean? so it's like I just say don't worry about them for like twenty years. Like I, I'm. I want to just seal the border and not speak to another country for 20 years and see what happens. Like, like see, but this is, this is the yeah. thing I think that we're moving into this. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this, this theory before we're like moving into a fourth stage of humanity. And that's, mm. that's the thing that's kind of got me worried right now. It's like, if you think about it, like the stages throughout history or throughout all of history, you know, you've got like the hunter gatherer stage, 
then you go into like the agricultural stage where you like domesticate animals and farm crops and, and then you have monies created and stuff like that. And then you've got like the scientific industrial revolution. And now I think we're moving into this like weird, like global AI controlled digital metaverse thing. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, I'm to the point where I'm not sure it's even a stoppable force at this point. So like you say, China's not a, a military threat. And I think that the military threat that we, we worry about from China is the least of our worries as far as like what, what's going to happen to this. <clears throat> I think Davos is actually more of a, a threat to us than China in it's a way. The global you know? guys. Yeah. It's right. yeah, exactly. It's this world economic. You will, you will drink the soy, you will eat the bugs and you will be happy. Yeah. You the world economic and forum and yeah. <laughs> build back better and all these things that are conspiracy theory, even though you can read what build back better means on the world economic forums website and could for years. And it's still called a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah. That's, that's definitely a threat. And then 2030 mean, you can read and that's still a conspiracy theory. Yeah. 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 I, I, I don't like, I do think that's true, but like that is, if you like, if you participate fully in the mainstream, you pr will be a part of that. But like, I don't know. Sure. I live in the country now and the country is the country. Like, there's people out here. We, I had one of my friends on the other day. He's like, dude, I don't have a bank account. I re I use all cash. And he's just like, there's people like out here with like, you know, 10 teeth and you give them <laughs> 20 bucks, they'll mow your lawn. And that's what they've been doing for a long time. I'm not and, saying that know, doesn't still exist, but like my in concern, the future, though, do you think that, that they'll ever, my question is, do you think they'll ever take over like the 95%, like 95% will be, plugged into whatever thing you're describing. I think, I think so. And here's why, wow. because I moved, no, I'm serious. Wow. Like, I think something really has to change. I'm not saying there's no hope, but I'm saying on the trajectory we're on, I, I think so. Mm. And here, and the reason I think so is because we moved to a small town and I've grew, I grew up in the country. I've lived in small towns my whole life. Uh, never been a city person. And when me and my wife bought a house, we bought a house in a very small rural town, uh, specifically because we want our kids to go to a small school. We didn't want the big school influence. Right. And, uh, then I started realizing after our kids gone here, I'm like, wait, all these teachers are taught at the same colleges. They're all brainwashed in the same way. And they, and it doesn't matter if you live in a small town that has small town values. If your kids are going to a school that doesn't because the teachers, even if they came from here, they went and got brainwashed somewhere else. And they're importing that into your small towns everywhere. So you don't have to go to a New York school to, to, to get the, the gender theory nonsense mm. to kindergartners anymore. And, and we're homeschooling. And I hope more people do the same, but it's like, for that reason alone, I think that they're finding ways to infiltrate that we, we didn't originally think of. So, wow. So, okay. So I don't know. Maybe I'm just too hopeful. Cause I've always been like, I'm such like, a pessimist. Yeah, no, wait, wait, I'm an Are optimist. You? Yeah. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a conservative optimist. Mm. And that, cause what you're saying is I don't see how things could get any worse. And I'm saying, oh, yes, I'm not they saying, can. I'm not saying that at all. No, That's not, not what I'm saying at all. That's my optimism. No, no, no I think that it can get way, way worse. Like I'll the, just make it. Okay. Joke. I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I just don't think it's a, it's not like if one is me measuring it on like better or worse, it's that's it, <clears throat> it will get worse. But I, what I'm talking about is measuring, measuring it based on its pervasiveness. Like, I don't know, even if it's in being taught in country schools, do, do, will, well, will it ever really pervade the country? I mean, I don't know, maybe a couple generations. Here, can, well, it, here's it, the it thing, happen, too, though. Happen. Here's the thing, too, that I don't think other people are talking about. My kids don't know what the America I grew up in looks like, and they never will. Mm. 
And that is really hard to raise kids who are conservative in a certain sense and hold certain values when they've never lived it. So when you're talking about kids that from the time my daughter was in kindergarten was doing this, uh, distance learning BS, right. And, and living in this, uh, <laughs> never ending COVID nightmare, right? Like this is, this is the world that my kids are going to know. And that, that worries me. Like I'm doing everything I can to teach them, but there's only so much that they're going to be able to fall back on as far as memory and, and, uh, their own personal experience that, that they don't have that I had. So like, I'm not as worried about my kids cause I'm trying, but like most parents that are not plugged in people who are good people, people who are country rural people who just don't care and think that things are fine because this is how they were raised and they're out in the country. Like, I think there is a threat that it's not being noticed. That's interesting. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of people that just don't know. And if they do, they, they don't care. They're doing other stuff They're I don't know. It's, is it demoralization? Do you think that's, I think that's part of it. Yeah. yeah. But I, I do. I think that when kids have never experienced freedom, it's hard to get them excited about it. Mm. And, and especially when you're replacing that freedom with, uh, <laughs> all of the benefits of the digital metaverse or whatever, it's like, you can't see your friends, but here's some cool power glove thing. And, uh, <laughs> I think people are going to, I think, I think kids are going to attach to that in a way that we, you know, our older generation would look at us and be like, Oh, what are you playing these video games for? You know? And it's like, <laughs> they could never understand, but that's what we were raised with. We had the arcades when we were kids and I still like video games as an adult, you know, it didn't go away like everybody thought. And, uh, I don't know, like I'm trying not to be super pessimistic, but I think it's also important to, uh, recognize maybe why I'm like this and, and <laughs> recognize like what the real threats are. Cause I don't think turning a blind eye to it's going to fix it. I think it can be fixed. I think culturally there are some good signs right now. And, uh, you know, but I'm just not entirely sure of this whole pendulum thing anymore because, you know, you hear like the pendulum moves back and forth or the anticyclosis of like strong men and weak men and that whole yeah. cycle yeah. creation. Right. But like, that's true unless we actually move into an, an entirely different stage of humanity where we don't, where, where the rules change. And I think that's something that conservatives and libertarians have to look at as far as like when the rules change, we have to adapt to some degree and that's why I have a problem to pick on the libertarians again, which I'm very libertarian minded in a lot of ways. I say these things cause I care not because I'm not libertarian in, in a lot of regards, but when, when you have libertarians defending, Oh, well, Facebook and Google and alphabet and Amazon, they're just companies and you can't uh, you can't do anything to these companies because you know, pro capitalism, instead of seeing capitalism and freedom as a means to an end, they look at capitalism as an ultimate good. And if a corporation like Amazon is capitalist, then they can do nothing wrong and nothing should be, should be done about it. Nothing should be done about Facebook or Twitter and they can do whatever they want because they're a company. And like, that's where I'm, I'm saying where I'm saying, I don't care if the tyranny comes from a corporation or a government, I don't like tyranny. Mm -hmm. And I think the rules might have to change to, to accommodate a world where <laughs> companies are bigger than governments and have more control over your life and have taken over the, the public uh, the public square and a lot of other aspects of our life. And, and on top of that, they're in bed with the government anyway, which nobody ever wants to, to acknowledge. It seems like, like it's not a freedom of, of corporations, capitalist thing. When you've got these crony assholes that everything they do is controlled by the government. Uh, Amazon and Walmart are allowed to quadruple their sales in a year while mom pop shop, mom shops are shut down. And that I'm supposed oh, to defend them because terrible. of capitalism. Cause capitalism is the ultimate good. And it's not a means to an end. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's yeah. where I get a little pissed off. <laughs> right. I mean, I just like, you know, I've tried to present it with people. I totally agree with you on all that stuff. I mean, I do have some like it, you know, the, I don't know what to do about it. Other Like, I don't think just like enforcing, or I don't even know the right language, like just like upholding section 230 or whatever these common i don't think that's any of that's enough like like like, i don't think it's enough either anymore i I think you it's it's gonna take like essentially more like tyranny or like tyranny plus or or i guess more authoritarianism like it's not gonna be like you know you're a christian i'm a christian we don't we believe in authority we believe in the highest authority and it says in the bible that there are also you know authorities that are ordained by that authority to punish evil on earth. And uh, if you believe in the Bible, then it's like you, you bare minimum have to contend with that, like with that scripture. And it, it's like, I don't know, you know, I don't know that then you get around out of my field of expertise or like, I'm, I'm not going to be that guy or like the punisher of evil on earth. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think maybe if God called, I don't think so. I'm a live streamer and a musician, but like at the end of the day, there are like, like if, like if Trump gets reelected, like, what do you do? Do you nationalize these? Do you make, like, I don't know what the actual, what to do about the tech thing. Like the idea of like, you as a strong man, you can reform the schools. You can shut down the entire Department of Education. You can, and you can just put locks on all the doors and fire every single like leftist teacher, whatever. Okay, with big tech, how do you do that? Like how what do you, like how do you actually implement like say you're you know. Um, Fear, fear, PJ, <laughs> like you know, like a, like <laughs> Chairman, Chairman PJ, you know. Uh, what would what? How do how do you clean up the tech thing? Yeah, so <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna go back and agree with you on that part. I, I feel like my job is to <laughs> is to uh, in some part entertain people, but also try yeah. to look at things in a different way. So, like the way that I see what I'm trying to do is give people a different a different way to to come at, at, at approach problems and see them, and also to point out the things that people are not seeing. And that's where like, I feel like I can do some help. I don't have the policy, uh, uh, the policy, uh, whatever for everybody. And, um, I think that's where I'm trying to also be with people when they ask me like a lot of economic questions, like there's things that I feel comfortable talking about. There's things I'm just never, it's never going to be my wheelhouse. And there's people that are better at that than I am. So I don't know exactly what the policy looks like, but I think the thing that we're getting wrong is, is, um, as conservatives, we have to look at the battlefield that we're on, right? Cause we've been playing by the left's rules and they're not playing by any rules at all. So we're constantly accepting the, the parameters that they want to put us in. And, and in alt- ultimately they're not fighting fair. And I don't think we should either. I think that at some point we actually do have to wield the levers of power to do good as you're saying. And, and I know that's a dangerous proposition, but it's better than <laughs> sitting by and watching the whole world getting taken over. Like you do have to fight fire with fire at some point. Yeah. So I think that, as much as people don't like hearing that there needs to be regulations that there needs to be new laws made. I think when it comes to something as dangerous as big tech and as dangerous and pervasive as uh, the media industrial complex and all these things, there does have to be something done. There does have to be some regulations put in place. I, I think section two thirty is a place to start. I also think that we have to, I, I don't know if I don't really understand this works, but like if this is an American company, you know, talking about this being a whole global company that worries me because at least if it was an, if it was 
where we could hold them to American standards, where it's like, look, you can't ban people off your platforms for doing things that don't violate the law as far as speech goes. And if they break the law as far as speech goes, that's a different story. And then that would be an actual open platform. Kind of be a the buffer. Same yeah. yeah, that would be a buffer right? against it, like a, a standard for it. Yeah. I think that's how we have to look at it because this is the public square. And, and that's why I think we are going to this fourth stage of humanity where everybody connects through the internet instead of in person, which yeah. I hate. Cause I I'd much rather, I'd much rather be in your studio right now, sitting yeah. next to you, sharing a beer and talking than, <laughs> than doing this way. But I do appreciate the fact that we can have these conversations from thousands of miles away. I'm not saying there's no benefit to it. Um, but as far as it comes to like personal interactions, that's what bothers me. You know, your neighbor down the street, you're talking to through a zoom call instead of driving to their house. But oh, that would be, yeah. What's the, like right now, when does it, we live across the road from the school and my, and they, my daughter was doing zoom calls to school. So like, that's the kind of shit that drives me nuts. You know, I feel that under like under an hour, it's definitely weird. If you're under an hour away, like, yeah, like I have a, you know, a friend in the chat that lives like an hour and 10 minutes away. And I think I'd, I'd be like, why don't I just come over there or what? Like, like, like this is so weird. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I, it, to be fair in DC, I was zooming with kids that were like, you know, half mile away from me. Cause just as they're for music classes yeah, for music class. And they weren't, I mean, I didn't, you know, was it a COVID thing or what yeah, was it? It was COVID yeah, well, yeah. last year. Yeah. And that was it. But you know, but I don't know. That's, it, you know, I think that a good couple of reform ideas for tech might be, Number one, no, have America declared that it, it will not – there are no international corporations. They, they, right. You are an American corporation or you are not a, a, a corporation. Like right. That would be some strongman stuff that you could, you could do. I don't know how to do it. Like you need a lot of lawyers or something like that. Um, that's one. And also audit. Just audit every, social, every big social media company. Just yeah. literally send in feds to raid their offices and that's what worries the shit out of me now though <laughs> the feds are so bad <laughs> i know i know no you, you, so don't, you don't you just don't have biden do it you have trump you have the, right. the, you have yeah. our guy do it like that's 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 why it's it truly is like a game for keeps why elections and, matter and it's not the way i think of it. it it's not my opinion like people are like oh like i don't know that's not that is the truth we're in a zero-sum game right now and and it's like one right. side yeah. is gonna win, and and like the libertarian people are like I don't know I'm, I say that phrase very loose. By the way, I did want to make a comment. The thing that you said earlier is you that is like a, as good a definition for why a person is a conservative rather than a libertarian in this day and age. It's whether they can they will use the power of the government to wield good to do good in this world right. in this present. But I think, I think that actually is the, de- the difference. And I think that, that we're in a, difference, like yeah. said, it's a zero sum game because I don't, it's not that I don't have libertarian uh, tendencies. I wish the government, everybody would leave me the hell alone. And I never had to do this stuff. Like I, I seriously do. I wish yeah. there was like no laws at all, yeah. but yeah. like, there's a lot of other reasons why that wouldn't work as far as like power vacuums. Cause somebody's got the strong man's always going to be in control, you know? And that's why you have to find a way to wield that power for good. Um, cause some, cause if you don't, somebody's going to wield it against you. And that's just the, the, the truth of it. It's the, the truth. I think a lot of people don't want to hear, but it's, it's the way the world's always worked. Yeah. It's, um, it's not, you're not like, yeah, not a person has not like every man 
has had anti-government like I, like ideas of like what if we just yeah. abolish this like this sucks so bad but it's like at the end of the day man i got property tax coming up like i'm not gonna be a living man i mean i could people have do you know about the living <laughs> this is a, i love asking do you know about the living being living man private law thing do you, if yeah, it's like Maybe. admiralty law, maritime law. Like, like it's like you're you're not a man. You are a man. That's it. Do you know at all what I'm talking about? No, I'm not all entirely right, sure. Right, like, right, I might so, be familiar, okay. but maybe it's. The I, I think I think you're pretty new. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, I don't think. Okay. So these are the people that like they don't have a license. They don't have a drive. They, uh, they don't oh. have a license plate. They negotiate with the, the cops. They don't like respect. They don't acknowledge or respect the system of government we're on. Well, it's very complicated. I've done like 15 hours of content on this. So we <laughs> like, so it's like, but at the end of the day, it's like, if some, like, do you know about the birth certificate thing? Like it, the reason you're in all caps, your name yeah. is on your birth certificate. Um, like, like that's a dead name. That's a corporate name. Sure. That's like a, and that's, that's, this, this is the theory of these. I know, I know, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. Okay, but they're called sovereign citizens by the people that they're that are their like detractors, but they call themselves something else. They call themselves like either living men or a free man on the land. But yeah, this is like a <laughs> a whole like 15 to 20 hour daily ignoramus like detour that I'm just asking if you knew that about that stuff. But anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so yeah, let's get back and let you pick, let's actually play a quick game. I have these games planned. Sure, let's, let's do, do some games. Okay. So um, what I want you to do is we're going to um, discuss, might even be a debate because we got to set, uh, set some ground rules. So it's going to be about music. Okay. So what I want us to do first right. is I want you to pick vocals, bass, or guitar. <clears throat> and we're going to make a top 10 list and, right. and discuss uh, with the chat as well. So pick, pick one of those instruments. Go, go with vocals. Vocal. Okay. Now, so this is the hardest one to like get the parameters for. Okay. So are we talking like rock pop? Like, like we, we can do bass if it's easier. I was like debating between those two. Yeah. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do bass let's first. Start with bass. If yeah, I get we're the talking, talking electric. Well, yeah. So bass players. Okay. So okay. who's your, yeah, because there's some of them that I think I think that as an instrument, like there's more overrated bass players in the top like fifty than any yeah, other. Yeah, probably instrument. right on that. Okay, so who who name some bass players that you think are like in the top five bass players, guys? I feel so stupid because like I know people and I can't think of their names right now. Well, do you think like Flea? Like Flea is in the top. I wouldn't put him in the top five. I like Flea, but I wouldn't put him in the top five. Okay. That's see, that's one that I think is is, I would figure that would be one you would say is a little overrated. I'm not dissing Flea. I'm not saying he's not talented. I personally think I think Victor Wooten is overrated. That's like he's regarded as like number top three for sure. But I think that he is overrated. Maybe I think he's just I do a theory. Okay. All right. Actually, before we even do this, let's collect names and you can think of some names. But I do uh, this. This is hilarious. I'm going to show you this thing. Um, so I have a theory. I'm, you know, I'm a professional music teacher. I've been doing it for, for a decade. I think that everyone can sing. I think that anyone can sing. Everyone can sing. And I can prove this to someone in a simple like five to ten minute music class. Do you agree with this take? I actually do. I think that most people will never find it, but I think that they could with the right training. Yeah, that's right, guys. Okay, so listen, you've heard it now from two musical experts. All right, that everyone, people in the chat, disagree with me. 
<laughs> people in the chat. Here, here's they, here's they, actually they, the best way I think to to point out that everyone can sing is watch uh, like Simpsons or cartoons or things like that. And you'll see someone sing in the voice of a character that you'd be like, that person wouldn't have a singing voice, but they find how to like, not only imitate that character, but imitate them singing. And it kind of, to me, I don't know, like the way I see it, it kind of proves like even their voice, you can make it sound good if you know how. Yes. And everything's a melody. Like, like if you, if you extend, here's the lesson that I would give. It's like, if you just go like everyone, like, like if you say hello, you're saying hello, it's you're at a natural pitch and that's a note, which you can change up or down, which is called singing. And sure. then you can hear a song and then you can like, I think, I think where people really get stuck in their own heads is they're trying to imitate somebody and they, they're not, that's not their voice. Mm. And I think that's why a lot of people either think they can't sing or whatever. Cause they're, they're not, they're not singing in their voice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like, but there's a difference. I don't think anyone can sound like good singing. You know what I mean? Does that make no, yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, I just meant you can sing. It doesn't mean it's going to be like you can sing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So let's watch. This, let's watch this thing right here. And this was shared by Might Be Wrong this morning. Am I looking at this right? Yeah. yeah okay. So let me make us a little smaller. Uh, here we go. All right. So <laughs> this was tagged by uh, Might Be Wrong this morning, and he tagged me, and it says. Uh, uh, tag Iggy Normus, anyone can sing. So now, um, for your viewing pleasure, uh, I, I haven't seen this as, uh, at all myself. So it, Libs of TikTok says, I saw it, so now you have to. So see, let's uh, listen to this and get PJ's thoughts after. <laughs> it's about to be <laughs> So, any any thoughts? <laughs> I, mean, I love being on the show, but I don't I don't always appreciate being tortured. You know? I mean, <laughs> That's everyone like so saying, much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Horrific. I need a quick puke. Uh, you, uh, urge to kill. Stop this immediately. Uh, sorry. You know <laughs> that the mythical sound that makes you want to punch babies. Mm. I think that was like almost. Yeah. That. It's like the brown note. You know, I don't know. Yeah, if, yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so all right, so we'll debate this more another time, guys, because now we're going to talk about uh, bass players. I still stand by that everyone can sing. It doesn't mean that everyone first girl does, wasn't that bad. does sing or should sing, but everyone can, and I'd give them a 10 minute lesson. If uh, so, give me some bass players. Les Claypool, he might be number one for me. Do you know yeah, Les, Les Claypool? Yeah, he, he, might yep. be, he might be number one for me. Do you think Sting is in the top? In the top. I, not in my top five. Not, how about top? We're doing top 10. So let's let's if, if he's among. How about this? Just say good bass players and we'll whittle them down because we'll get we're, we're Democrats over here. So we're going to take votes from the chat. I feel like I have to look at my Instagram because I follow yeah. a lot of people. And oh, I'm terrible yeah. with their names. I, I literally am like I'm 
I, I'm not as, as dumb and ignorant as I sound right now. I just cannot remember names for the life of me. So I'm trying to like look through. Did, what was uh, what would, what did people write in chat? Bootsy Collins. Okay. I like Bootsy. I've seen oh. Bootsy before. Uh, Bootsy Collins. Uh, Cliff Burton. That's, that's the guy that died, right? Uh, yeah, I the thought Metallica. so. Metallica. There's this funny meme that's like, you know how there, there's the meme that's like girls with a time machine, guys with a time machine? And it's like the trad girl telling her, you know, and it's like girls with a time machine. Are you my grandmother? And then it's guys with the time machine. And it's like a picture of Lars Ulrich. And it's like Lars switched, switched bunks with, with Cliff. Just trust me. So it's like, do you know about this whole, like the lore behind that and stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I, I do wish that uh, Lars would have died. It's like a, the Greedo <laughs> shot. It's like the Greedo shot first of, uh, of Metallica lore. Right. Or um, Bootsy Collins, Les Claypool. Anyone else? John Myung. Do you know who that is? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it sounds kind of familiar, but I couldn't Set picture him. Set says Google's top bass players. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Do you know um, what's his name? He's got the guy in the all the Motown stuff. James Jamerson. Yeah. You know. Well, um. Yeah, I'm not saying this is the uh, top bass player for me, but he's really popular right now. Um, is it what Charles Bertrand or whatever? What is throw he, him in? He's got some interesting stuff. What's he, he doesn't play for a band. He just does like YouTube stuff, but it's like he does all the covers of stuff. Is he well, he's modern guy? Okay. See, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. He's I like, mostly he's know I mostly know classic ones. Um, Charles, but he does but a lot of so like, many YouTubers now. Charles yeah, that's Bertrand. true. Ber, Bertrand. Bertrand. I, I don't know how you pronounce it. How do you spell it? Birthrond. Ah, Birthrond. Yeah, oh, okay. All right, let's watch a quick Yo. video. Um, so do you mind watching a video real fast? No, no, it's no, all it's good, bad. man. Okay, cool. All right. I'm so just here to hang out. I'm giving I'm away my instruments. Okay, when Santa gives you 20 seconds to audition. Okay, so let's get this up on the screen. Um zoom. Oh yeah, Dream Theater. See, oh, that's the thing. That I can theater? remember. I think Stanley Clark. I can remember band names and I can't for Stanley the life of me remember Clark the is really name. Good. Yeah, bands yeah. is what I know too. Stanley Clark. Probably should just start naming bands then. Okay. Um, all right. So when Santa gives you only 20 seconds to audition. Dang. Okay, that dude's really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does some cool stuff, dude. He's got yeah. he does like a lot of cover stuff, but it's cool. Do you think you can be too good at your instrument? Uh yes. I think so okay. too. Okay. Like yeah. for example, for example, because somebody just mentioned Dream Theater. I think that they're an extremely talented group of musicians who I never want to listen to. That's my that's my that's my take on it. I can't stand listening to them. It's like you're all really talented, but you're boring as hell. Uh, yeah. that's just my, I don't know. Like I, I, I like big, stuff that's groovy. Like, yeah. Groovy stuff, man. I like yeah. stuff that's groovy. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. I know people who are like technically amazing. Like, uh, there's a lot of math core bands out there, like a uh, protest to hero and stuff like that. I don't like them. I don't know why it's like, I, there's people who are insanely talented and good and like fun to listen to. And there's people who are like insanely talented. And I'm like, that's cool. I don't, I'm bored though. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, you can I be agree. too tech. I agree. You can be too technical. There's no soul in it. That's I guess. Why, yeah, that's why I got like my ability to describe what I like got way better when I just will say like funk, soul, R and B, pop. Because pop is good. Like I almost feel like pop is a it, like pop music is like the mainstream news or whatever. Like the the goal is to in the end is to like to reform it. Like I, there was a time in history that pop music was good and it wasn't it was a long time ago but like the mainstream is just compromised morally so it's like me i just my one small part of my battle is just saying i'm a pop musician and like you said something interesting there though that i wanted to to not let go really quick you said it's compromised morally and i think that that's an interesting thing that nobody talks about is music sucks now because like everything sucks now because there's no morals yes and and i think people don't make that connection between music sucking and morality but that's why it sucks Mm. like in, in a way i think you're entirely right there's there's no morality to it and there's and because of that it's soulless and dead and defunct i think yeah. just like just yeah. like mainstream media just like hollywood you know yeah, it needs to be like beautiful again and tr- good right. beautiful and true like yeah the, it because the there's good, the beautiful order. and the true yeah. those are those are moral ideas yeah. of what yeah. art should be yeah. and it's not that anymore that is so true um yeah. all right so we have a list let me read the list and then we're going to get into some of the stuff you're talking about right now because we have this whole segment on on uh uh, do you have a, any sort of like time out? You got to be like a hard out. You no, man, be, I'm here. I'm just right, I'm here. It's my day off, That's dude. That's awesome, dude. All right. So um, I am going to punish you in a second with some, I'm sorry to do this to you on your day off, but there's some, there's some epic cringe we have to watch. Um, All right. So the people we, you know, what's interesting is we, we named 10 that I wrote down. So we just have a top 10 in no particular order question though. Do you know Wolfpack? Yes. You know this? Yeah. Vol- Joe Dart from Wolfpack is, that dude is one of my favorite bass players because he like keeps it groovy. Like I, so I wrote that was a personal insertion, but like uh, what we have written down is James Jamerson, Victor Wooten. Victor Wooten is in the top ten, of course. Like I just think yeah. that it's like that flashy style. It's kind of like what you're saying about it's like whenever okay, it's whenever like a jazz player moves on to what you would call like fusion. Like fusion gotcha. is like. So that's all a dream theater, all these different bands. Yeah, so it's like not all a fan either. Chick Corea infl- and they they just are too good at their instrument. Like I remember mm. one time, not to pick on Woofy Productions in, in the chat, but I remember one time we were watching this like video. It was like the best, it said like the best musician of all time, and it's like this Turkish guy, and he was just like shredding on keyboard for like an hour. Like the video was like an hour. And like, I remember like looking over at what Woofie was saying. It was like, this is not enjoyable to listen to. Woofie is a, uh, Woofie's a musician as well, but it was just like two, like for like an hour. And it's like, no six year old can enjoy this music. No, like if, if you can't make like a seven year old dance to, the, to your music, it's not. As I've gotten good. older, I feel like I've gotten more comfortable with the fact that I like music that's good and it doesn't have to be technical. It's like, you know, you want to be impressive when you're younger. And I'm just like, I'm to the point where I'm like, look, I don't care if it's like, if you consider it uh, simple or whatever, if it's good and I enjoy listening to it, like I enjoy musicianship. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like a simpleton on music. And I'm also not going to pretend to be like a prodigy on on any instrument like vocals was always my passion it's words is my passion i play i play instruments i'm not i'm not even going to pretend to be like super good like i'm proficient at playing along like with 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 other people who are pretty good but like uh i know people who are like i surrounded myself with good musicians and i played in bands that were good but like that's because that was their passion and they were super good at it so like i'm not i'm not going to pretend to be that guy like i can play 
somewhat, but yeah, it's like, I like groovy stuff. I like stuff that's fun. It doesn't have to be like, I hate most of the mainstream anything now, but I also don't like the other side, like the dream theater side that much. It's just boring to me. Yeah. It's and a lot of people just like, it's just so, I don't know what the word like pompous or just yeah. so it's all like it's masturbatory. That's really what it is. That's, uh, that's it, really yeah. what it is. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like this last little segment right here, I don't know how long we'll take, but like there's just all this tranny shit, dude. There's this swimmer. Like, I don't know if you saw this article right here. Uh, a male inmate claiming to identify as a woman secured a transfer to a Washington woman's prison where he groomed and raped a developmentally, developmentally disabled female inmate. Princess Love allegedly returned to using his male identity immediately upon release. <laughs> With a name like Princess Love, it would have been the other way around in a male prison. I think that was the goal there. Yeah, it's so uh, bad. That's just so disgusting. I'm sorry. Like, this is, this is where political correctness yes. is evil. It's where it's just straight up evil. And, and I don't, uh, I don't care. And this is why I don't care when I hurt people's feelings. That's why I don't care if it's not like inclusive and nice enough. It's like, yeah, but rape is a real thing. And like, it's a terrible thing. And like, we're, we're uh, as a society turning a blind eye to like the worst crimes. So we don't offend some insane person's feelings. And I just don't, I don't care. Like yeah. this guy, first of all, I don't think we should be locking up uh, uh rapists anyway. I think we should just be executing them. And I'm not, that's not, uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, hy hyperbolic of me. I just mean that like literally, but yeah, this is, I don't know. They also, they also kicked people off of YouTube for commenting on this like really? before. Like, well, uh, they, they took, I, it might not have been exact. Yeah. It was this, it was uh, the joke that Crowder made about, uh, it was a few months ago. They kicked him off for over a week because, uh, they made a joke about, uh, the, 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 the whole, lifter. the whole policy, right. I think. No, it was a, it was an inmate. It was, he did it with Alex Jones. Oh. And, uh, I don't know if you saw that skit. It was like, there was an inmate and he's like, uh, talking about how he's, I don't know. I can't really remember how it goes, but, yeah, uh, I, I haven't seen that. I really, I don't really watch Crowder. I used to a lot, but yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, I don't, it's like a sick, it's sickness and it's a sick system, you know, because it's, this yeah. happens. Where does it say where it is? I don't know. I, I can't, there's not a link. It's this is Washington, this, I think, this doesn't is Washington, it? dude. I mean, it, it's these, you got, I mean, I, I kind of ranted about this yesterday, but it's like, you just got to get out of blue, blue, clearly blue states. I mean, I still have some faith in like the Michigan, in the Midwest, like, you know, like the blue states there. I have some faith in Virginia, but these like West coast mm -hmm. uh, and New York, these like clearly blue states where they, it's Washington, like Washington, Oregon, California, New York, these are bad, yeah. bad places and it's gonna. Yeah. And Ooh. it sucks because like, I've got friends in, in California who live in more rural communities who are like, it's really, you know, conservative here. I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. Like you're mm. like, everything else is, is against you. And, and I, I get what you're saying about the Midwest, like Michigan, even Minnesota, like there's, there's hope there. But I also think that especially you've got corrupt centers like Chicago and Detroit that Illinois is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Illinois is yeah. way bad. I'm yeah, just saying. Like, I think really I think bad. people underestimate the the corrupt Michigan government too sometimes. Yeah. Um. And what what people get away with here, but I mean, look look. Okay, for example, like how is it that Whitmer was able to do way worse with the nursing home deaths than Cuomo, and no one talks about it? Oh, because they faked a the FBI faked a yeah. <laughs> assassination attempt or whatever. Um, yeah, the FBI was, they, they like, yeah, they did. People it. Like, know it that though. Like, that was like entire, there was like 
28 people and 14 of them were FBI agents. Yeah, that's it's uh, and they were the ones egging the whole thing on. Dude, you know um didn't do you uh, you know we'll talk about this tr- pansexual spacewalker in a second. Uh but do you know about the whole Kwame Kilpatrick thing? Do you know about this this guy the who's the mayor of Detroit that like went down on uh, he 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 got taken down on uh corruption charges. But then I think he I got I do, but I like I know it kind of like I know about it, it was but I don't big know what shit about. when I was a kid. I mean, the, the Kwame yeah. Kilpatrick go, go, going down. You, you are how far from Detroit are you about from? I don't know if you don't want to uh, talk two hours, two roughly. Hours, yeah, I was 30 minutes and I was like, that was gotcha. a big, but Trump pardoned him and he was corrupt as shit, dude. Trump. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, that I saw that like my mom has uh, gets some sort of magazine, um, like right wing magazine, like our, our it might be the Epoch Times, and I saw it on just – I've never looked at a you know, headline in my life on paper like in the last couple of years, and I just saw her paper. It said Kwame Kilpatrick pardon. I was like, what? It's like this guy was super corrupt, man. Like Trump, he also – I don't know. We can talk about that another time. Like, Dude, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say something on that subject real yeah. quick if you don't mind. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. This is what bothers me about uh, the, the QAnon thing is like this Messiah savior in Trump. Oh. Like I voted for Trump twice. I'm not saying he wasn't a better uh, alternative. Or he wasn't even – I'm not even saying he wasn't a good president. He didn't govern mostly conservatively in a lot of ways. Like I believe all that, but like I, I just – this is what is killing the conservative party. It's not Trump. It's the whole like – messiah complex savior thing of trump it's like i get that you want somebody who's going to fight back i'm like with you most of the way on this like don't get me wrong like i get that you're even willing that a lot of us are willing to overlook a lot of his flaws because we actually need someone who can win and who will actually do something like i get all that but can we stop pretending like oh it's part of the plan thing with everything oh it's so just drives me up a freaking wall oh it's the my hate it well it's the do you know what this is? We might've talked about this last time, but this is called the day of the pillow. That's what that, that's what that is. I don't know. Day of the pillow. You're talking about like the like, whole, um, like, like the day of the pillow is the whole trust. The, well, the day of the pillow is actually the day that Trump takes over and like smothers all his enemies with my pillow. And Mike Lindell is that like it's like so instead so, of the night of the long knives, yeah, the or day like the, the day of the rope is what they've been talking about for like fifty oh, okay, years, okay. like the day they like hang. That's like a far they also, right. Well, they also oh, kept yeah. saying the night of the long knives thing. Yeah, uh, exactly. To, yeah. Exactly. The, the day of the pillow. I don't know. I don't think I invented it, but I've been. I think I've probably said it or ran with it for more than any other streamer. So yeah, it's the day that Trump. And like Steve Bannon, like emerge on horses, and, and Mike, Mike Lindell is just like there selling while, while Trump's smothering his enemies with pillows. Yeah, so but it's just it's all been a part of the plan the whole time. So essentially, it would yeah, happen. It, like it, it essentially would happen in 2028. Like he it, in the the perfect hero's journey arc, he would like collaborate with his enemies for four years, and then on the final day, before he declares himself emperor, the day of the pillow happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. In, what, in the perfect uh, hero's arc of Trump, who would yeah. be like the Yoda figure? The That's Yoda what I want to Well, I don't know, because Trump didn't, like, he had a lot of guidance. Who'd be Yoda? Trump, well, I mean... Is well, because it's not guidance from his past. That'd be the Obi-Wan figure. It's like mm. the guidance that he needs, like, because he's been, you know, kicked out of office now and he's like hiding on Dagobah. Like, well, who's who's the Yoda figure that's going to. Who is the guy that's <laughs> like, it would be his like it, wisdom advisor? I mean, well, to, to be, you know, just to divert a little bit, do you know who his current spiritual advisor is? Like, who his spiritual advisor from 2016 was? 
Uh, he picked the worst people ever, man. He did pick some bad people. I'm but yeah, do you know who this crazy right chick is? Where she's like, she like speaks in tongues. It like in she's like a female. Pastor. See, this is the thing about but Trump like, that I also want to want to point out. Like the fact that people are constantly trying to defend that he's like actually like really Christian or whatever. It's like he picked all of the worst like <laughs> fake Christian people. Like I'm just I'm just, like the whole the total like uh, mainstream evangelical like bullshit artists that are they're all about the wealth gospel stuff. I'm like, that's something you would do for like PR, not something because you actually like have that real relationship. I'm just, you know, I'm, oh. I'm sorry. I'm trying to piss people. Paula White. Is that who, is that somebody wrote that? What? Paula White. She's like, ah, da, 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 I bless the reins of Africa. Da, 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 da. Like, <laughs> like, have you ever seen that clip that I'm talking about, man? I think so. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so bad. Um, yeah. I mean, his personnel was terrible, but like, yeah, it, I don't know what to say. I, I think you just still have to support him. I got, you know, I, I do. I'm not, like, I'm not saying that I, it's either. like, I guess like, I, I don't even want to, but you have to, cause he's the guy he, I want DeSantis in Florida. We've talked about it many times on the stream of like the logic. A lot of people disagree with me, but I would rather have DeSantis. Yeah. You would I rather have DeSantis and give up Florida. Oh no. Well, that, See, that I, I guess mean? not, but because I meant my point <laughs> that's a good is, point. I didn't my, think of it that my way. My point, if you think about how DeSantis beat a gay, gay meth addict by 1% and the, and, and so if you, if you acknowledge that, that if you say that votes are legitimate enough that like, you know, if they might, the whole thing might be stacked, I don't know, but I'm saying if that, if that vote Matt was real, he beat a gay meth addict by like, far left progressive meth addict by 1% and they're the best state. I would don't want to risk that. Yeah, no, I, Fuck I, I get DeSantis 2024. Yeah. Like, like, but I, I like I DeSantis because he's the best. I just meant personally. I meant yeah. personally. I think that he's actually shown a lot more oh, yeah. particular yeah. fortitude than anybody else, including Trump. I'm just I'm saying, really. including, including Trump. Trump. I actually yeah, agree I'm, with that. Yeah, but yeah. we need that. Like, I think that COVID is going to be around for probably eight more years, eight to 10, eight to 10 more years. And, I hate uh, hearing that. I, I think, I, I think it. I, I think it. I think. I, I don't think, think you're right. wrong, but I just yeah. hate thinking that that's yeah, so the truth. So we need like a couple states to be good. So it's like it, yeah. it, uh, the only thing other than that would be maybe if like Tucker Carlson declared today, and <laughs> and and like I would probably I would maybe vote for Tucker over Trump. I don't know, but probably not, man. Because I don't know. Trump man, is I'm... old and he's entertaining and he's 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 meme. He, he like he he memes real life memes. I think that Trump is the guy and there's no one else. And like. Yeah. Like, I don't know. What I do too. And I'm, again, I'm not trying to dis dislike that whole thing. Like people take it so personally. If you have any gripes with Trump, just like, I, I don't, I've never played that ball game. You know, like you can have gripes with somebody like you could, you could have said, and I did that it was better to vote for Bush than, uh, than Gore and still be mad about, um, the Patriot act, for example. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't even like Bush. I'm just saying like, you can, you can, <laughs> I think you people choose different. They get too caught up in the they they need a savior, and that's this is why I'm constantly saying like the problem with America is a spiritual problem because you can look at Trump as the guy for the job and also realize that he's more of a David character than a, than a Jesus character, and that's where we need to be at. Like we're people look at Trump like he is a literal Messiah. That's a problem. I think we're putting it in the wrong context, and we need to have an actual Messiah, the the Messiah. You know. <laughs> in our lives. Like, I'm serious. Like America's got a morally, uh, a moral problem. We have oh, a it's so spiritual bad. madness. And that is the, that is a bigger problem than the left versus the right. It's a bigger problem than, uh, and it's in a, in a lot of ways, the same problem as, uh, 
you know, uh, individualism versus like communism. It's the same. I think it's the same problem because I think that's a spiritual battle as well. Uh, for a lot of reasons. I mean, it's, it's an atheistic worldview versus a Christian morality worldview. And that's, I think even, um, the, the, the modern, the modern, uh, leader, I shouldn't say leader, but the guy who got kicked off the conservative movement in the 1950s, the modern conservative movement, um, said exactly the same thing. I'm trying to think of his name Pat right now. Just read the book. No, 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 no. Oh, the guy who wrote God and man at Yale. Um, oh, okay. That that's down. Yeah. I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, but I know who you're talking about. Something just, junior. It's like three I, names. Am I retarded here, guys? I, I just said something that could not be possibly like I couldn't name it, but I couldn't name it. Like one of my five <laughs> years old. Like, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna be shouting like the name that I'm trying to think of and it's driving yeah, me nuts. I just finished Aaron reading. Burr. Do you remember those? <laughs> <It's> Aaron Burr? <laughs> Aaron Burr. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So After let's shot Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. He started the conclusion. I just movement. ate too much peanut butter <laughs> in the nineteenth. We've, we've talked about these uh, commercials a lot on on the show, just the Aaron Burr commercial. All these like classic nineties, <laughs> the nineties. I, so I think that we, I think we both. So I think everybody that does reads as much stuff as as we do suffers from this. But like when you read and research so many topics, like I feel like I sound like an idiot because I can't. Like I can keep the ideas straight, but as far as like names and dates and shit like that, mm. it just. I'll I'll sound like a bumbling idiot sometimes. So like I know this quote and I know when it, but I can't think who said it. Yeah, it's like over, system overload. Um, system overload. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So There's yeah, just so much. First pan. So much. Remember the name Cameron Best because it's the first. <laughs> Yo, has anyone called them a panty? Like instead of a tranny, like this is a panty. Right. Oh, I like Cam- that. Can Cameron- we start using that? Panty, yeah, <laughs> you first- can't say tranny anymore, supposedly. Shit, I say it all the time. <laughs> I say nigga, dude. Like, I'm just like, I don't give a fuck, man. I, I actually don't like the F word. That's the one I try not to say. I actually do five push-ups every t- time I say the F word. Really? So I owe 10 for the show, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I said it a couple minutes ago. Um, Wait, which F word? The uh, F-U-C-K. Oh, I thought you meant the other one. <laughs> oh, faggot? No. Nah. Yeah, I was like, I, I got, actually kind of like that. I got one in my, in my yard, dude. I got, <laughs> I, and I, I'm that's real because it's a bundle of sticks that's tied together with rope. And there you go. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh. Okay, so there's a panty in space. We actually might get a strike for that. I don't know. I've never. It's, <laughs> all right, so future Bond could be non-binary. Uh, okay, so first of all, look at this fake ass, fake ass name Barbara Broccoli. I know that. What's the guy's that name? That sounds like a uh, VeggieTales character yeah, more than Barbara that. Brock. It's like the grandma in uh, Oh, in, Barbara in, yeah. Broccoli. So, yeah, yeah they, them, Barbara. it's going to be non binary bond, could be. <clears throat> I never know what that means. They use that a lot, but. It means uh, they're testing the waters yeah. to see if they can get away with this nonsense. And I don't know how much longer they're going to keep pushing this stuff because Hollywood's got to be like losing so much money. Like, like, what's the one they just pushed this week was. Uh, the remake, of course, everything's a remake now. Yeah, it the, sucks. A worse remake. The remake almost. of um, West Side Story. Really? I didn't know like, instead about of, that. Instead of pushing like, hey, the music's good and the choreography's great or whatever. Like, I've never seen West Side what, Story. What, is it woke know. now? Is it like a, is it? Like- but the whole, that's the thing. Like, people haven't seen it, but the only thing they know about is what they've been told. And what they've been told is there's a non-binary character. And like, this is what they're pushing. So it's like, it's not even that the movie's particularly bad. It's that people just don't want to see movies where you're pushing this bullshit on them all the time. So it's like, do they really think that the bond is going to sell it? Like, I don't think the last bond sold that well. Do movies even like, okay. So it's like, I could ask like a question about each step in the sequence that you're talking about. And it always leads to is money even real? Like do, do movies make money? <laughs> what do they do? Where That's does it come it from? And at the end, it's like, money's fake, dude. Like this money is we're dealing with is like, fa- like what, 
it's fake. Like, cause they just like, it's all based on loans. Like, like none of these big movie deals, are they like handing them the check for 50 million on the spot? It's over the, but this is, this years. is actually what worries me about, about Hollywood and media and all these things is they like the whole go woke, go broke thing is real and they don't care. And that concerns me because when you're that ideological yeah. that you're going to push through <laughs> terrible shit for 20 years or whatever, like we're all movie and TV is terrible and nobody wants to watch this stuff anymore. And you're hemorrhaging money on these big movies or every time you go to the Oscars, they push some movie that 12 people saw it, like the, the money isn't the point. The, the idea, the ideology is the point. And I, I would prefer that they were just greedy capitalists who wanted to like sell a movie based on like, Hey, this is what everybody wants to see. If they want to see a, uh, Earl, the vampire slaying trucker. And like, that's, what's going to sell in the Midwest. And we're going to, we're going to make that movie. And instead they're like, you know what? They really don't want, but we're going to shove down their throats. Anyways, Barbara broccoli, the gay non-binary James Bond, Jamie yeah. Bond or whatever. Shame. I, I don't Bond, Yeah. I, it, it actually concerns me that they're, they're so rich and powerful. They're willing to pour their own money and, and careers into the, like, into this ideology. Mm, yeah. So I'm going to read you. Okay. So if you're, if people look in the screen, we have a very cursed image <laughs> up there right now and yeah. it's, uh, but now I will assure you guys that the, uh, the headline is more cursed. So however it cursed that we're looking at right here, I'm going to read you something that I'm, uh, I disavow in all ways, but I have to read it just cause we're into a little, the little shock doctrine over here. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> top of my priorities is to say to goodbye, say goodbye to Mr. Bojangles, my penis. Former banker, 58 years old, spends $75,000 on 18 horn implants, castration, and ear rem removal <clears throat> to become a trans-species reptilian. Um, you know, I have a, I have a song that a I wrote long title. About, <laughs> about lizards, and this is one of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, dude. I've, I've covered Jeez, this one before. I forgot about her. Whoa, yeah. dude. What is yeah. this world? I mean, someone just said, without repentance, these people have a special place in hell waiting for them. It's this, just, is, this is the thing, though, man. It's like this. Think it's right. You can't look at this stuff and tell me it's not demonic influence. I think it's right. They think they, it's like it's straight biblical, homie, like people that call evil good and good evil. Well, did you see like, what who was it this week that put a big statue of the beast from the end times in front of their building? What? Did you see that, that article? No. Jeez. Oh man, I'll send it to you later. You gotta, it's literally you gotta give me your sources, bro. <laughs> I don't I think it was probably just a daily wire or something yeah. where I saw. It. Yeah. Um, I saved it though. So it but says yeah, I mean it says Methodist pastor relieved of duties after performing as drag queen. Uh it's, as someone who grew up in a Methodist church, this doesn't surprise me. <laughs> really? Okay. I, I left the Methodist I church. I was because walking of this around. Stuff, I was walking around the other day and there's a there's a a lot of Methodist churches around here. I don't exactly know what they're about. Like I don't know. They just get so bad mouth. To try to explain a Methodist church supposedly. Oh sorry. <laughs> oh God. A Methodist church in all honesty, it's, it's kind of like almost equivalent to like what most people go to a non-denominational church. There's not anything that weird about it. Like originally, like it just has to go back to like the founder John Wesley. And I did the whole class. I was like in the, it's a method. Uh, That's what it's, there's like a method. What I'm saying it, is like the Methodist church in and of itself, it doesn't have anything that weird. There's just really just a Bible believing church supposedly. But the problem mm. is the leadership over the last 20 years and having been a member of a, a Methodist church and why I left that church, not the church itself, like not church, not going yeah. to church, but just the whole Methodist 
part of it is, is because that's exactly what it, is. it started off with, uh, it, you know, like, Oh, we can have gay pastors as long as they're not practicing, whatever that means. And then it's just gone further and further downhill where it's like, you don't actually care about the Bible. You're just trying to like appease whatever. So seeing a drag queen trans pastor, it's just literally the, f- the fulfillment of, of the end of this road. And it's got, I don't know, like, uh, this is going to sound so weird. I'm sorry. I'm going off on a tangent here, but like, Good. it makes me honestly think like, the, like, um, cause I tweeted this out recently. I was like, I, and I think, I think I'm right. And I think most people know I'm right. But like within five years, we're going to see a legitimate push. And I don't mean like just excusing it a little bit on salon.com, but I mean like a legitimate push. You are a hateful person. If you don't believe in pedophilia rights, like I think that's really down the pike within a few years, because right now it's just mostly accepted and kind of frowned upon, but we're okay with it. And like, you look at the history of NAMBLA and all these other terrible organizations, they never really disavow. Uh, I think that's where we're headed. And I think that's exactly what this, the, the whole thing with the method Methodist church is going on. It's like, you just see, like, as soon as you start letting in one thing, there is a slippery slope. And I'm just, I'm very curious about like looking through history and trying to figure out like, is there a society in history that didn't start to accept La Homa Nostra, right. Mm. Without then accepting child pedophilia, mm. because I haven't found one. And I think that I think that that's the thing nobody wants to say that the conservatives used to have the balls to say in the nineties, like this is what it's going to lead to. And now nobody wants to say it and it's leading there. And everybody's like hesitant to still say it like, well, we can't equate the whole LGBTQ movement with pedophilia, even though like as a society crumbling, like that is where it's going. And I think it is like, I don't know. I think so too. I've said it a bunch and it's, it's some people agree. Some people don't. I think most do. Most people in my chat are like hella based and they also have been around for, you know, sometimes decades longer than me. And, and by around, I don't mean just age. I mean, like, but like I, in the, in the I've been woken up for like, you know, even man, if you look at me, even when I started this show, I was so blue pilled. And then it took a lot of stuff to get me to like, where I'm just like, no, we need to repeal the 19th amendment. We need like mass, like anything involved with, a, uh, with like anything like repeated re- unrepentant murder and like stuff with a child needs to be like execution within the week. Well, that's um, the thing. We already don't like, care about children. We're yeah. already executing a million of them a year. So like for anybody to tell me that that's not coming down the pike, it's like, we already yeah, don't give a shit. Be swift trial. I don't want people to like people listening. that like hate me trying to like mischaracterize it. I'm talking about legal stuff. I'm not talking about firing squads yeah. of like the private well, I'm saying government's here and it's there to punish evil and we're way too lenient on people that are like mass sex and murder offender. Like if, if a dude like eats his wife and shoots his child, swift justice, trial, done, no Execute. death row. Ex- yeah, it's like, it's like the logical conclusion to so much chaos. It's like not, it's not anarchy. It's not like, I don't, I don't mean like what people would call bad anarchy. It's not abolishing government. We can't, we won't, it's not going to happen. And he's like, and, and that's why my, that's why in the two years ago, I was like, not down with the death penalty at all. Not one bit like, and I, and I, yeah. Not, and so like you just see the world for, I guess for what it is, man, I don't know how to fix this shit. Cause it's like, they're in the school. You can ab- abolish the, um, they're in the journalism. I mean, they're everything. Okay. So look at this real fast. I was just going to show you they're in the CIA. Stuff. Did you they're see CIA? that CIA Dude. had like 10 people that were like, one of them had, uh, relations with a two-year-old dude and there's like the, nothing's being done about it either yeah. and like it, it's like in entertainment there's lizzo's ass like everywhere Ugh. like hold on there's i don't know that, if i told there's you the, there's before, the but... sports stuff they're trying to get trannies yeah. and sports to beat everyone down 
there's what creepy video of white people denouncing their privilege and like it's a whole it's a whole every institution handmaid's tale 1984 uh jk rowling said can't say that a, a woman doesn't have a penis like right anyway so yeah it's, go ahead we're <laughs> Guys, in a society like, that not only accepts but glorifies the abuse of women and children that is where we're at and and i and i'm there's no mincing words on that. That is like when you're talking about a man going in just in sports, this is like the least of the things like this isn't even as bad as the prisons and, and the the defense of this rapist in the schools in Virginia or whatever, right? Like just starting there, when you're talking about a man who goes into sports and beats up on these women and takes away their, their future, uh, uh <laughs> their, their ability to set records and to get, um, into professional sports, whatever, right? Like you're destroying them uh, on a morality or uh, not morality on a, morale basis and, and in their records and everything they can do. Right. Like that's just the start of it. That is women. That is abuse of women. And it's, it's hateful towards women. And yet we're told that it's like wonderful and great. And we have to accept this stuff. And then next thing, you know, you've got guys in prison raping women way worse. And it's like, yeah, but you know, you don't want to hurt their feelings. You don't want to hurt a rapist's feelings. Like, come on, what are you a monster? You want to hurt a rapist's feelings? Bro. They're- I just can't, I can't. We're just, we are in a society that glorifies the abuse of women and children. It, I don't know how people can just uh, turn a blind eye to this shit. Yeah, I, I, it's dude, it's, it's spiritual blindness. That's what it's like. That's what it is. And, and I can't. It's like I don't know. I don't have like the whole Bible memorized. Nor if I, even if I did, I wouldn't even be God. And I can't ex- c- explain better than just saying that. And it's like you, we can try to figure out all the details, but like pe- people are like, it's just a blindness. And I, I don't. It's there, there is no other way to explain it because like, if you look at COVID, for example, like this, this authoritarian bullshit that it is like, it's so easy to see through the lies. It's so easy to be like, Hey, remember in February of 2020, when you called everybody conspiracy theorists and kicked them off of Facebook for saying they would require vaccines to go to businesses. And now it's like literally a thing. And you're bad if you don't want that, like (laughs) people still don't wake up to it. No, no, I don't. Nothing can wake them up to it. (laughs) And that's why I say there is no explanation to me in my mind, other than an actual spiritual blindness. There is yeah. something metaphysical to, to people's mental inability to see what's going on. Wow. Yeah, that's true, man. Well, shit, dude. I think that we're pretty much done. We had a long, that was a good way to, to sorry, wrap it up. No, don't worry about it. It's great. I love the rants. It's fine. Usually we keep it to an hour. That was an hour and a half. I didn't even notice. I, yeah. I just enjoy talking. Yeah. That's man. Tell, I love, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be up and this is to my ignorance as well. I'm, I'm going to be up in the like Michigan, Illinois area within the next year. I think, I don't want to promise come. that yet, but if, if it, it will be with a promise within the next 18 months, but I think in 2022, cause we have a lot of like Illinois people, we have a lot of Michigan people. So I think that that Ohio, so we might be doing something in 2022. So you are absolutely. Yeah. Hit me up, dude, for yeah. sure. Yeah. That's great. Man. Love to hang out. And if you ever want to get, get away for a weekend, we got the dumpstead here. We can, it's, it's a, uh, it's equipped for one, one or two guests. So if you want to come down here, dude, we can do it in real life stream. I will definitely keep that in mind, dude. And like, like I said, I love coming on here. I hope, uh, I hope it wasn't too much uh, ranting on my no, part. No, it's really good, dude. It. I mean, that's all me and my boys do when we get together. It's just like we talk till there's a tangent. You should see. Uh, you should see. Uh, might be wrong. Might be wrong is our resident uh, ADHD guy. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> when me and him talk, talk. He came over and we. It was like thirty subjects in thirty minutes. I was like, okay, we're doing this right now. So that's fine. That's that's all good. Why don't you uh, plug your stuff? Uh, this will be a podcast in about a week. So. Uh, sure. tell people where to fo- where to find you and uh, all that good stuff. 
All right. So yeah, if you guys don't follow me on Instagram or Twitter, it's PJ underscore Patriot. I'm on TikTok, but it's kind of worthless at this point. I don't really post there much anymore. It's the same thing. You can find me anywhere with that. Um, I don't have anything specific to plug right now, but I am working on something. I got a little sidetracked, but hopefully uh, January, February of 2022, I'll have some new, new details for you guys. So if you follow me on Twitter, Instagram, you'll, you'll see all that. So it's about the best way to find me right now. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. So I'll include, you can send me all your links and I'll include them in the description and stuff, but uh, PJ Williams, everybody, PJ, PJ underscore Patriot on Twitter. And uh, I don't know. God bless, man. Always great talking to you. We'll, we'll do it again. Great talking to you. All right, cool. Take care. All right. Take it easy. Amazing. Another amazing interview. We have, uh, um, I was struggling at the beginning with this tech stuff. I, I was awkward, but I think I'm going to chop off the beginning because it's, uh, it's, uh, there was that audio problem, but I was like, uh, uh, hi. Uh, <laughs> All right. I think I might have to get out of here kind of soon. Kind of a weird couple days. It's, yeah, this was a two hour show. And then uh, tomorrow will probably be a little less, like one hour and 45 minutes. Or I could maybe, no, no, I have an appointment in the morning. So, yeah, stay with me, guys. Don't leave me. Don't leave my Don't leave my side, guys. You're, you're my only hope. Uh, yeah, tomorrow, 11 to 12.50 or something like that, talking about stuff. And then, and then, and then uh, Thursday, we have an IRL friend also named PJ. Very strange. Very strange. What else? Let's throw on a song. We'll chat, chat for a second. I don't have to go right now, but no more news.